I'm a sound artist, and so sound is important to me. And I'm always thinking about sound. I hear things, and I start singing what I hear. I hear a hum of some, in some, you know, equipment, or I hear a certain like repetitive pattern that's being, that's coming from some vehicle or something like that. And I find myself singing that. I discovered at some point that it was strangely about tools for me. I went to a concert of Weather Report and I saw Jaco Pastorius do a solo where he had a digital delay and he just made a loop, a very simple loop and played bass over it. And it was that moment when I realized if I could do that with my voice, I could do all kinds of really interesting things. And I just kind of knew immediately that if I had one of those devices, that it would change the way I work. So I'm using this, this body synth controller as a way of triggering samples so that I don't have to have a keyboard or drum triggers or something like that. I don't have to be holding something. I can just do a gesture. And this gesture will, you know, trigger a sample or change a sound, p bend the pitch of a sound or whatever I've set it up to do. It uses electrode sensors, and that's really just measuring electricity from the muscles. So it's muscle activity. So the more effort that I make, the higher numbers I generate, and then I can take those numbers, and in the computer I can interpret those as MIDI information. And MIDI is the protocol that everyone in electronic music uses, basically, to allow different electronic instruments and computers to talk to each other. I mean, I hate to think of it as just like this gimmicky thing where, oh, the electronics are, people are so in love with technology right now, so that's a nice sort of catchy thing to be doing or whatever. I, I, th I like to think of it more out of the fact that um, so much of my work now is about timbre and texture and colors and layers and um, how those things can be created is really affected by the tools that I'm using.
when I do a large-scale work like Voci, there's a whole new set of layers that come into play because then we're adding video and uh, lighting design. I brought, two, I brought two things, like two DV sources today okay, so that we good. could see two things going at once if we want. And um, I Having to work with an entire crew of people is challenging in a way because I'm used to working solo. I'm used to kind of doing everything. And one of the things that was really hard for me to learn when I first started doing these larger productions was yeah. learning to delegate. The other piece of wood came out further and I had the gaff, I had... We'll take care of that. Okay. It's not, not something I She sort of knows where she wants to stop and she wants you to take over. and. Um, for me as a designer, that's sort of the ideal working relationship. I think when collaborators allow each other to do what they do well, you tend to end up with a better show. Um, and I think knowing when to let go and when to take control when you're making your work is critical. One of the pitfalls of producing a big thing like this is that you get so wound up in the technical part of making it happen that you need to set a, you need to remember to set aside time for centering in yourself as a performer. It's always an issue with me because I'm always, even in my little in my sort of smaller settings that I perform in, I'm always both the technician and the performer. I actually don't mind if it's kind of low for the audience, but just make sure to compensate for that. And I had to remember at the end to trust my run crew that they would take care of those things now and those things were in their hands and I just needed to worry about my own my, my own sort of sound technology that I'm using on the stage and my, my the technology of this, my, my body, the performer. I knew immediately that when I made this piece Bochi that I would actually insert entire opera arias into it as part of its texture. I also knew that I wanted to play with all of the metaphors for voice so that it wouldn't just be about the human voice in a literal way but all about, about the idea of voice as a communicator or voice as a representative of what the essence of a person is. Air from the lungs rushes past the tight cords. All of these ideas flooded into my mind as things that I wanted to play with when I started thinking about making a piece about voice. And also just the idea of the, the whole mechanical mechanism of the voice and how it works as an instrument, as a piece of technology. When it's at its best, I'm completely inside of the work and the time has real time and I can be there inside of the work and feeling it develop and being with it. Um, 
there are a lot of times, I think this is true for every performer, where your mind is not there. You're out, you're thinking about the next cue, or you're thinking about um, how you're going to compensate for something that didn't that didn't work. But I think when you really become in, when you're really deep into the piece, you really can be in it and savor it and be in it the way you want your audience to be in it.